Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsors. Do you wake up feeling like your best days have passed you by? Omega-3s are essential to the health of your body and cells. Scientists say an imbalance in the omega-3-6 ratio is a major cause of many illnesses. You need testing to know how healthy your cells are. Without testing, you're only guessing. Test yourself at home and start feeling better today. Find out how by calling Rick Kroll at 305-933-4219. Welcome to the Home Business Success Show. Join us as we speak to home business entrepreneurs for tips, tricks, do's, and even don'ts for running a successful home business. Welcome everyone, this is Hank Eater, also known as Hank the PR Guy, host of the Home Business Success Show, and you are listening to bizradio.us. All entrepreneurs, all the time. Before I welcome my guest, I just want to throw today's two cents into the pot. Marketing pundits agree that short-form video is a highly effective tool for lead generation, and global marketers are increasingly investing time and money into it. One reason that short-form video is so popular is tied to audience attention span. Fast-paced short content gets right to the point and enables potential customers to consume the content quickly and move toward a call to action. This is the reason why TikTok has grown so quickly. It's the perfect venue for short-form video. My guest today, Asheville Home Inspector Peter Young, was born and raised in Rochester, New York. He speaks of a wonderful home life with a father who was a Presbyterian minister. Peter attended college at the Cleveland Institute of Music, which he says prepared him for life in construction and home inspections. Peter was a great general Peter was a general contractor and carpenter in Boulder, Colorado for 25 years and specialized in high-end interiors, historic restorations and residential remodeling. He became a home inspector after moving to Asheville in 2014 and went to home inspection school at Gregory Enterprises in Burlington, North Carolina. Peter's years of tearing houses apart and putting them back together helped prepare him for home inspections. He loves doing home inspections as it is detective work, and he likes to see all the various ways that people work on their houses. Some are great, and some are insane, but interesting. Peter enjoys interacting with clients and discussing all aspects of the houses he inspects. Welcome to the show, Peter. Thank you, Hank. You're welcome. Uh, Before you tell me about what you do, I just am curious, what instrument did you play when you were in music school? Uh, Percussion and piano. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Okay, if you would, tell us about what you do. You know, everybody knows about home inspections, but I don't think anybody really stops to think, what does a home inspector actually do? So I'll speak specifically to home inspections in North Carolina because they are highly regulated by the Home Inspection Licensing Board. And we are what is called a defect state in that we find everything that's wrong. My wife likes to call me the dream killer as a joke, but uh, we don't 
we don't necessarily point out what's right. We might do that verbally when meeting with a client, but the inspection itself, the report, is about the defects. Um, I find the defects and then tell you who to call next to do repairs or to do further evaluation before there are repairs done. So we're kind of the generalist, and then we pass things on to the uh, specialists. So the and specialists, it is work, so I enjoy it. So the specialists are the people who might do repairs, like if you show up and uh, there's some really serious issue with the roof and you can see that there's mold on the ceiling or something like that, then the specialist would be the person who comes and maybe does the mold testing and uh, then the roofer who would do the roof repairs. Correct. Or if there's serious structural issues, either typically it would be for a structural engineer or sometimes a general contractor will suffice, but yes. So you get a highly detailed report with lots of pictures and who to call next. Very cool. So home inspection to me is the perfect business for work from home entrepreneurs because you just need a truck or a good vehicle to go from place to place. Uh, but what does a day in the life of a home inspector really look like? It varies. My my goal is always to do two inspections a day, unless it's a very large house. So I I schedule in two four hour blocks, go out do the inspection. The software that I use from Spectora is all on the phone. So by the time I'm done with the inspection, basically the report is finished, except for looking at a couple things up at home, and uh, then I go home, finish up some paperwork, and I'm done for the day. That's yeah, great. I see. That's that's yeah, sounds about right. But I would think that sometimes you see some pretty odd things in the course of going to various homes. I, I've seen some of the things on your site and in your blog of things like uh, decks and porches just hanging on by a thread because somebody just braced them with a two by four that was sitting up against dirt. So I guess you see a lot of strange things. I do, and the most dangerous that I see typically are electrical and decks. Uh, there has been quite a progression in the code regarding decks over many years, and they are much safer now than they used to be. But yes, I see some terrible decks that are about to fall off the house. So very careful with those. And electrical, of course, is serious because it can severely shock you. So Right, it can kill you. I think so many of the decks uh, maybe are strange because a lot of homeowners, you know, are are wannabe carpenters, and they look at it and say, "Hey, I could build that deck," but they don't give it a lot of thought. That's correct. Yes. Okay. Uh, does everyone need a home inspection before buying a home? Well, a two-part answer. It is not required in North Carolina to get a home inspection or any other inspection, but I would strongly recommend it. I do a fair amount of new construction inspections, even though you have a one-year home warranty, because even with new construction, I do find things wrong that the contractor can then fix via a punch list. So yeah, it's great to have a home inspection. It gives you a negotiating tool and also an idea of the state of the house in areas like crawl spaces and attics that you may not look at before you buy the house. That must be uh, quite a production getting into some of the crawl spaces and attics. I always think about, you know, what kind of creepy crawly things would be in a crawl space. I guess you see some of those. I do, yes. The crawl spaces where, where, is where a lot of defects are because nobody goes in them. I've been in crawl spaces that I don't think have been in for 30 years, and there's so much decay and 
if a furnace is there, it's probably pretty bad. And yes, it's the crawl space is the most fun part. <laughs> what was the strangest thing you ever saw in a crawl space? Uh, possums. Possums. Ah. Hopefully they were playing dead. I wasn't sure. Oh, well, if they didn't smell really badly, then <laughs> they, they probably, probably weren't. <laughs> then they were playing dead. And some snakes, but honestly, snakes are very shy creatures and I don't see very many of them. So, right. I think snakes think they will. I think snakes, if they hear you coming, they want to make themselves scarce. Yes. I'm so too I guess, big to eat. Yeah. So I guess if you're heading into a crawl space, you just make a little bit of noise on your way in so that things that might be there will want to uh, make an exit. Yes. And also I wear, you know, knee pads, a crawl suit, a hard hat, respirator and gloves and get ready to be in there for a while. There you go. Um, Everybody hears, hears about buyer's inspections. You know, everybody's familiar with that. We hear about buyer's inspections, but there are seller's inspections. And there's uh, there's times when sellers want to get an inspection. Why would a seller want to get a home inspection before putting their home on the market? Uh, the reason a seller would want to get an inspection is to address the issues that might make a sale more difficult to go through and get them corrected before the house goes on the market. Uh, as a home inspector, when I go into a house, if it's really clean and nice shape, you know, it skews my view of the house. And so the the less I find wrong, the shorter the report and the happier everybody is. So I believe it helps. Yeah. So then if the seller gets an inspection, that seller gets a punch list of potential issues that need to be taken care of. And then he or she can take care of them before the buyer comes in and orders their own home inspection. That's true. And they also, once a home inspection is done in North Carolina, it specifically belongs to the person who paid for it, not to me. So they can, again, hand that inspection out to whoever they want to. So when a buyer comes, they can have an inspection report already for them also. Right. Would you recommend that if a buyer comes to a house and gets an inspection report, a copy of an inspection report handed to them, that a seller had done, would you still recommend that that buyer hire their own their own home inspector and um, have an additional inspection? I would. Uh, I have some home inspector friends we get to every get together every month, and we always laugh about the fact that we're inspecting a house in basically four hours. And if you spent ten, if you sent ten inspectors into the house, they would probably come up with a slightly different list of things that needs to be done. So. It's always good to get your own inspection. Very good. Well, there are some things that are common to home inspection. So as a rule in North Carolina, what do you, what would you say is usually included in a home inspection? It's, it's very thorough. Roof, exterior, landscaping as it pertains to the house, uh, all the interior finishes, plumbing, electrical, all the HVAC equipment, the permanently installed kitchen appliances, which does not include washers, dryers, and fridges. Um, what am I missing? Insulation, ventilation, pretty much the entire house. So people take their washer and dryer and often they take their fridge out with them, but they leave their sink and they leave their dishwasher and oven and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's how North Carolina defined portable. I don't, you, you'd have to ask them. <laughs> okay. How long does it take to do a home inspection? 
Depends on the size of the house and the age of the house, with age being more important. Older houses are much more complex to inspect than newer houses because starting in the 70s, I pretty much know how every house is put together. So it's much quicker. Houses from the early 1900s through the 40s or 50s, there was no building code then. And there's been a lot of work done since the house was built. And it's much more difficult to do the inspection. So typically about four hours with maybe half an hour at home when I get home. So if a house is very large, how would you define very large? Like, you know, something like 3,500 square feet or something like that? No, it's closer to 10,000. 10,000 square feet. Those are mansions, right? Yeah. They take a while. They take all day. Yeah. Yeah, there's and I get a lot. lost while I'm doing them. There's a lot to look at. I guess you, you would never have to inspect, say, the Biltmore house. I certainly hope not. <laughs> that probably the largest take- I've ever done is 20,000. There you go. The Biltmore would probably take you two weeks. It, I, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> How soon are home inspection results available to... Um, you know, to the homeowner or to the to the buyer or to the seller, and how are they presented? The, I get my home inspection reports out the same day that I do the inspection, and you get a link to an online report through Spectora.com, which is an absolutely fabulous software company for home inspectors. Uh, the radon test, if I do that, takes 48 hours, so a couple of days later you get that. The termite inspection, which I sub out, comes the next day, same with wells, septic, water quality, all the other um, inspections that I sub out to licensed inspectors, I would get them later in the week or the next day. But my report goes out the same day. Right. So some of these things you have to sub out, for example, in in the state of North Carolina, you as a home inspector, from what I understand, can't talk about uh, termites and wood infesting organisms or something other than you know, I see signs of pests, and I think you need to call in uh, a pest inspector. Am I right about that? Yes. the North Carolina is very particular about this, and I cannot uh, say the word termite. I can say wood-destroying insect. I can't say mold. I can say fungal growth. So, <laughs> Because you have to be licensed in all these different subcategories in North Carolina. So, yeah. So my job is if I see destruction to wood members from wood destroying insects, then I would tell them to also get a pest inspection. But honestly, almost everybody that I do home inspection for includes a pest inspection on the same day. Right. Don't a lot of banks that are um, going to take care of the mortgage, don't they usually require pest inspections? I don't know about that part of the business. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I've I've read along the line that the lenders usually require it because they don't want to put up, you know, the risk for uh, funding a mortgage and then that house falls down from termites like two years later. Yes, that would be tough. Yeah. So what might happen if an inspection reveals some serious issues? I mean, uh, you know, since we're not talking about a high school exam here, homes don't fail inspections, you know, in the sense that a student might fail an exam. But if some serious issues show up, what happens next? What does that mean possibly to the sale of the house? Well, in 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 my end of it, it means that you need to call a specialist to do further inspections. 
uh, I have always been fascinated by what buyers see as important. Sometimes it is nowhere near what I see as important. Um, I have inspected a couple of homes that were, uh, one in particular was just rotted underneath, needed to be lifted up to repair the rot underneath, but the person who bought it didn't care, wasn't important to them, bought it, sold it two years later for a profit. I wonder if they had it lifted up and fixed before they, they sold it. They didn't. It's fairly near my house, so I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wonder if they even revealed that it had all that rot needed to be lifted up. From I might be wrong about this, but from what little I understand, in North Carolina, uh, a seller, a home, a homeowner who's selling, doesn't really need to reveal anything that they're not asked about. A realtor does. If a realtor knows that there's a uh, a defect, they have to reveal it. But a but a, a seller themselves, they can you know, just by omission, not say a lot of things. If it's a known material fact, you are supposed to disclose it. That's, and, um, you know, everybody has their own idea of what is serious. So. Well, I think that rot under a house that could cause the whole structure to collapse would be fairly serious. I would think so. Yeah, I would but think what so. What a person does with a home inspection report is completely up to that person. Just because I find these items that need to be repaired doesn't mean they have to do anything about it. I'm not a building inspector that's doing a code inspection during the construction process. I'm completely separate from that. I'm working with the real estate industry. A building inspector, if they find something, yes, you have to repay, re repair it or you're not going to get a certificate of occupancy. I'm just finding defects in the house and the buyer can do whatever they want with it. Right. And since Asheville and its surrounding communities have been a real uh, seller's market for these last few years, I think things that used to be considered important in home inspections, are they don't carry a lot of weight right now. Like if you go into a bathroom and and the tile around the tub needs regrouting, the chances are good in this market. That's not going to be an issue that's going to stop the home from the home sale from proceeding. Yes, I'm sure that's true. But if there's a serious issue with the roof, that the roof could collapse or there's water, you know, leaking down the walls, then that leads to a, a whole different ballgame. And I understand that what this what this might have what might happen is that it's not necessarily that the sale is dead, but there has to be some renegotiating going on between the buyers and the sellers. Yes, correct. And you, the buyer can decide to ask the seller to repair it or simply to make an adjustment in the price. I see. So you mentioned radon inspection and pest inspection. I think you mentioned well and septic. These are other services that you offer, correct? Yes, that's correct. And um, when, when would somebody want a septic inspection? Uh, maybe if they're going to buy an old house, they might say, let's uh, let's throw in a septic inspection. Most people who buy houses on septics seem to get septic inspections because the company that I use does a very high-end video inspection. They run a camera through the lines and through the tank, pull the covers off the tank, look at that, and come up again, like I do with a list of things that need to be repaired. If you buy a house and don't get a septic inspection, septics can be extremely expensive to repair if the tank is cracked. 
So, so it's a good idea. Same with wells. You know, they do a very thorough well inspection. Whenever I buy a house, even on a city sewer, I get a video inspection of the city sewer line to the street because you're responsible for the sewer line to the center of the street. And again, if you have to replace it, it is very expensive. Right. So the few hundred dollars you might spend to get that video inspection is yeah. money well spent for peace of mind. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, other than the fact that you have uh, 25 plus years in the construction industry, uh, would you say there's anything else that makes you really stand out among home inspectors in the Western North Carolina area? <laughs> I really enjoy talking to clients. I love talking about houses. I like going through the reports with them on site or on the phone afterwards and um, really try to approach home inspections as a educational opportunity for people and not just a list of things that are wrong. Well, that's beautiful because that goes back to something that comes up a lot on this show, which is the why. You know, people need their why. Why do I wake up every morning and do what I do? So to love what you do is really half the battle won. Yes. Yes, I enjoy it. Very good. Well, the last question I want to ask you is how can our guests, how can our how can our listeners get in touch with you? My website is peteryounghomeinspections.com. My email is peter at peteryounghomeinspections.com. And my phone number is 828-808-4980. You can get a hold of me pretty much anytime. Great. Well, thank you for being here with us today, Peter. To our listeners, thanks for being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. for the Home Business Success Show here on bizradio.us. Before I go, I want to tell you there are some great resources available to home business entrepreneurs, including the Home Business Success Community, an online membership support community of like-minded home business entrepreneurs. Contact me to find out more. Just go to bizradio.us and then click on the Home Business Success Show. Scroll down, find my picture, click there, and you'll find all my contact information. Remember, you can achieve success, freedom, and independence in your own home business. I've done it. Peter has done it. And you can, too. We'll see you next week. This is Hank Eater wishing all of you a fabulous day of home business success. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.